Welcome, everyone, to the Roaring Lion podcast, part of lionsvirtual.org. I'm Lion Paul Fugit. My guest today is past international director Jennifer Ware. Lion Jenny is a member of the Brampton Township Days River AR Lions Club in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Lion Jenny, welcome to the Roaring Lion podcast. Thank you, Lion Paul. It's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you here. Uh, this has been a long time coming, and uh, we have a good topic today that uh, I'm sure the listeners will enjoy. So first off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Jennifer Ware? Well, um, I come from a very rural area in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Uh, we're between Wisconsin and Lake Superior. We're very, very north of Detroit. So when a lot of people say, oh, Michigan, I know Detroit. Yeah, that's not us. I actually was kind of born into lionism. My dad became a lion when I was two years old and he was actually a district governor when I was seven. And back then the entire Upper Peninsula had over 60 lions clubs. And so it wasn't uncommon for us to travel on the weekends to go to zone meetings for my dad to attend. And my mom and the other lion's wife and their kids, they, we would all go out and do things while the guys were at the meetings. And so I was really raised in lionism, watching the camaraderie, the fun, the conventions, the service projects. And then when I moved to this area back in 1993, I actually joined uh, the Brampton Township Days River and its area. I'm not quite sure why it just ends with AR other than there must not be enough room for the EA. <laughs> so it's really not Arkansas. Um, so I ended up joining the club that my mom was charter treasurer and her girlfriend had called her and said, you know what? I wanted to join my dad and my husband's Lions Club three miles down the road. And my dad laughed at me, said, not this club. And eight months later, the Brampton Township Days River Area Lions Club was chartered. It was co-ed, but it had all women officers from the tail twister up. So it was a true honor. It's been a true honor to be a part of the club that my mom helped charter. I've been very involved with Lions, like I said. There was a few years though I wasn't as involved. I have one daughter who got really involved in sports. And so that took the front burner for a few years. And then when she graduated from high school, I was able to get back re-involved and refine my passion and spirit for serving the community. And speaking of service, what's your, the most favorite uh, service project you've been a part of? And that one is super easy. Uh, back in 99, 2000, when I was governor, Michigan was looking at bringing Project Kids Site to the state. 
And so I was able to sit in on that committee and be a part of that grant from LCIF to purchase at that time MTI photo screeners and bring it to the Upper Peninsula, the um, District 10 Lions. And within a couple of years, we had three screeners. And at that time, the MTI photo screener, you took an Instamatic camera picture, and then the lens would rotate 90 degrees, and you would take a second picture, and then you'd pull the picture out, let it, you know, do its thing, uh, develop for 30 to 45 seconds, and then open it and see if it was good or if you had to redo the whole process. And at that time we were doing 2000 a year and we thought we were doing good. And so definitely Project Kids Site. And then when the digital screeners came along, it's just unbelievably fantastic. Makes you feel good doing those things. Yes, it is. And that makes a good segue that you brought up LCIF because you've been a past board member of LCIF and currently you're uh, a campaign 100 coordinator, correct, too, right? So I'm actually the constitutional area one, the United States. I'm the vice chairperson for the area. Past international president Joe Preston is the chairperson, and I'm the vice chair. And I help oversee, help encourage all the lions of the United States and the area leaders. And so I thought, oh my goodness, raise $300 million, what am I getting into? And someone said, ah, knock off a few of those zeros and it all just becomes tolerable. So it's been an exciting adventure. That's good to hear. Uh, how's Campaign 100 doing so far, uh, Lion Jenny? You know, the lions are great. And the pandemic, of course, has been hurting all of the lions around the world. And as a past international director and a part of the Campaign 100, I sit in on a lot of Zoom meetings that include lions from around the world. And I think the lions of the United States would be surprised at how many lions around the world are saying the exact same things that they are. Because the pandemic really has shut down the entire world and made things different. So it only shut us down for a little while. And things were really quiet at first with the campaign. And then in the last couple of months, it's really been taking off. Lion Paul, it's been great. Now, we did extend the campaign uh, 100. It was supposed to end on June 30th of this year, 2021. And they did extend it for a year to June 30th of 2022. So my understanding, first Vice District Governor Paul is you'll be the district governor taking our campaign home in the next year. So we are just under 200 million. We're at about 194 million worldwide. And I do receive weekly updates. And so we're always trying to just educate every lion that this is your foundation. And um, our goal of the campaign is to educate every lion that it's your foundation but also to educate the lions on what the foundation can do for you and your area. A lot of lions think that the foundation, all of our money goes elsewhere around the world. And one of the great things that we've been able to show the lions of Constitutional Area 1, the United States, is here's how much your district or your multiple district has received in grants, and here's how much your district or multiple district has donated. 
and I've had very few two multiple districts that have been able to state that they've donated more than they've received in grants. So I think it's a great time for us to pass it forward and to look at those numbers and say, wow, our areas received this. Well, just think if we can pay that, donate that back, that can probably help another area like it was able to help us. So that's what's been really exciting about being the campaign vice chair also. Then uh, what have been some highlights of uh, LCIF in the last in this Lions year so far that you know of? Oh, the foundation has just, what's really sad is the natural disasters and natural disasters are up by 15% this year than last year. And that's uh, not even including COVID-19. So a lot of the natural disasters that have been happening, the flooding, the earthquakes around the world, LCI is there. LCIF will call your district governor and ask you if you're okay and say, hey, we have a $10,000 emergency grant. What can we do for you? And so when there was all the flooding down in Texas, they were actually on the phone calling a lot of the district governors or the district governor just picked up the phone and called and the foundation got them the money. When COVID-19 first caused a lot of the close down, and the lions around the world were saying, what can we do? The foundation gave out a couple of hundred grants, COVID-19 grants, and lions around the world bought thousands of dollars worth of personal protective equipment for healthcare providers, for emergency workers, for ambulance workers. And then they took a lot of that money and they even were buying money or buying food for the healthcare workers that were in the hospitals, in the emergency rooms, for the police officers, for the ambulance, the firefighters. So the foundation has really been able to help a lot of areas in need that wouldn't have received a lot of that. I know in New Jersey, sixth district governor, Nalit Patel, he was able to receive a grant for 16J and they're buying sterilizing machines that will spray down the interior of the ambulance where after a run, it would take two to three of the ambulance workers, the EMTs, up to three hours to clean it. And this will do it like within a half hour. So there's all kinds of really cool things out there. And it's not just the gloves and the masks and the gowns, it's sterilizing equipment. So, you know, thank you to the foundation for letting the lions help in so many ways. Jenny, how are model clubs and personal donations doing so far in our constitutional area? That's a great question. Thanks, Lion Paul. I get so excited that sometimes I forget the personal donations. And I tell people I'm one of those lions. When we talked about the foundation, we did our fundraiser. We threw, sent our check-in to LCIF. And I said, yep, there, we're done. Our club made our donation. And somebody asked me, well, what are you doing for the foundation? And I never had thought of me personally being a donor. And so the statistics show that less than 3% of the 1.4 million lions around the world personally donate. And so that is one of our goals is to bring that up in the United States. And definitely in some districts, we have like, oh, 20% personal lion donors. And then in other districts, it's still below 3%. So that's why that's one of our number one goals is to increase the individual donations. 
model clubs. Model clubs have really been stepping forward. We had a great surge of model clubs and to be a model club, the club would commit to donating an average of $500 per member on the day they decide that they want to be a model club. So if they started the year with 100 members and heaven forbid, should they lose 50, the day they decide to become a model club, that 50 would be their number. Um, so if you average $500 per member, and it starts from July 1 of 2017, all monies donated from the members in the club, all donations from the club, or any monies that is donated through the club. So if you had a business in the area or someone you knew who said, boy, we really would like to give to your foundation, they can give the money through your club and your club would get credit for it. And then that money also goes towards the district and club community grants that we can receive that don't have as many stipulations as the other grants do through the foundation. As you can see, there's just lots of layers of this, right? And it gets really confusing quick. So we always, always encourage people, don't be afraid to call the foundation. Don't be afraid to go on to the Lions Club International website, click the foundation tab and research it. But the community grants for the clubs in the district all that money has to do is just go back into the community. It's not like the matching dollar for dollar grants. That's a completely separate area. This is specifically for the campaign. And what I was surprised to find out, and I think a lot of Lions will be surprised about, is that Site First Two campaign fundraiser, 51% of the monies raised came from model clubs. That's huge. And so that's why we're encouraging clubs to do this because clubs can work together. Where me alone, I can do so little, right? Like Melvin Jones said, but together we can do so much. And when you have the whole club saying, this is our goal, how are we gonna make it? So we go back to July 1 of 2017. And now that the campaign is extended another year, we'll take all monies from the Lions and the club through June 30 of 2022. And that year extension has made it a lot more tolerable for a lot of clubs. We actually have a lot of clubs that have already donated enough that they're model clubs and they don't even know that they've met the criteria. So our um, district coordinators, our multiple district coordinators are reaching out and contacting clubs that are very close and helping encourage them and explaining to them either how they can meet this model club challenge or if they've already met it by donation, all you have to do is sign a piece of paper to say, hey, we'd like to be a model club and they've already met the challenge. And then there's a lot of recognition that the foundation has for those model clubs, for their efforts and for their dedication. And all the monies donated during this campaign, I think, your next question may have been, does it go towards our Melvin Jones credits? So yes, every dollar that every lion donates to the campaign continues to go towards your Melvin Jones credits and for your club. So now's the time to give. Now's the time to commit that $10 a month or $15 a month through the end of the campaign because we have 
15 months left in the campaign. And so if we look at what we've already donated and what we might be able to commit every month that we can donate through the foundation by going onto the foundation website and clicking the donate button, we can put it on our credit card. It can be a monthly charge or it can be a one-time donation, however the lion feels most comfortable with. And I was going to say, Jenny, I really like how it's much easier to donate uh, with technology now. I, as a person my age, that's much more convenient than writing out a check. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to be honest with you, 100%. Uh, I'm a little bit older than you, Lion Paul, and it took me a little while, and I love my automatic withdrawals. But the one thing that we also have looked at is how many clicks it takes to donate. And we're hoping to even streamline that so that it's not as many clicks as it currently is. And that's good to know. Uh, yes. Anything else that's uh, been on LCIFs or Campaign 100's radar? Yep, that, so that would be one thing. Uh, the telethon coming up here on April 11th. So we have the super exciting Campaign 100 Telethon, as you stated, Lion Paul. Um, past Council Chair Jody Burmester from Wisconsin was talking with Lion Daniel Elkins from Delaware a few months back, probably six months ago. And they thought, wouldn't it be neat if we did some type of a virtual telethon like Joe Lewis, or not Joe Lewis, Jerry Lewis used to do for muscular dystrophy. And then we talk about other telethons because I know a lot of our younger listeners may not know about the Jerry Lewis telethon. Um, and those telethons are T-E-L-A-T-H-O-N. And because that used to be when there was only telephones and you used to have to call in and um, do your donation, your pledge over the phone. Well, Lions Jody and Daniel were talking with Vice President Douglas Alexander shortly after they had their conversation. And Vice President Douglas said, I love it, let's do it, and I'll even MC it. So he's our special MC for this telethon. And we put a little spin on the telethon. We're calling it the T-E-L-L because Lions love to tell our story. And what better way to get the telethon out there, to get the information out there other than telling your story. So our telethon is April 11th, which is a Sunday. And it's going to be from 5 to 9 p.m. Eastern time, which is New York time. Uh, like I said, Vice President Douglas is going to be our um, guest MC, and we're super excited. We have all of the executive officers have agreed to do clips for us. We have some special appearances by some entertainers, some worldwide known singers, and even a Super Bowl MVP. And I'm not going to say because it's super exciting. And if I said one more thing about him, you'd know exactly who it is. And so I'm not going to. You might be able to read into that. Um, so it's going to be four hours of videos on the foundation, who we are, where are they now stories. We have, we're encouraging donations by every lion, $20. We have a donation button on our Facebook. Uh, if you go to Lions Virtual, you will see a video from Vice President Douglas Alexander, and it's actually received over 150,000 views. 
so far. And um, it'll have more of the information and how you can donate. All of those monies on the telethon button will be credited to the telethon and will be credited to your Melvin Jones credits. Now, I would like to add to that, there are a lot of people that are fundraising for the foundation through the years through Facebook. If you donate through Facebook, that doesn't get credited because Facebook has confidentiality rules and they can't release the donors' names and amounts to an organization. So if any lion donates to a Facebook foundation fundraiser, take a snapshot or print off the receipt and send it to LCIF donor services. So you can still get it. It's just a couple of extra steps. So that's really cool. So keep stay tuned for April, April 11th. Uh, we have lots of surprises, lots of storytelling, lots of special guests. And I think it's gonna be super exciting. We currently have a painting from past international president, Joe Preston, that is on the Facebook, the Lions Virtual Facebook, and it's being auctioned on eBay. And that is going on the rest of this week and next week. And then after that painting is done being auctioned, then we have a couple of special lions that have stepped forward and have offered, offered to do dollar for dollar matching donations for the telethon. So what a great way to make your dollar become two. I kicked it off March 1st and oh, within hours, we had over $7,000. It was super exciting. Um, I can honestly say I did not match dollar for dollar, all 7,000. I had to ask Guest District Governor Mark Menzel, who also helped me match those dollars, but I was so thankful and excited. So the Lions want to donate and they're out there. We just have to let them know this is our foundation. Most of us know we can get grants, but we don't realize what it can do for us personally, knowing that we helped feed someone who is hungry. We're helping provide clean water for somebody who doesn't have clean water. We're helping provide measles vaccinations. We're helping with childhood cancer, all of the different things that the foundation helps support. That means so much to all the lions around the world. That's awesome. That's awesome, Jenny. Thank you. Um, Anything else you want to talk about LCIF before we wrap this podcast up? I think you can just hear the passion in my voice and the excitement that I get. I do always encourage that if anybody has any questions of me or if they would like to hear any more information from me, please let me know. Um, just please donate. Please think about supporting. There's other organizations that we support on a regular basis. So why wouldn't we support our own Lions Clubs? International Foundation. And I like to think that if in less than 50 years, the foundation gave away over a billion dollars in grants, imagine what this $300 million can do for the world and how much the world needs us as lions to make this a safe and better place for everyone, our neighbors, our neighbors around the world. So thank you, Lion Paul. If anybody has anything that they ever um, would like to talk to me about, they can always reach out. Should I go ahead and give my email address? Sure. It's PDG, as in past district governor, the number one zero, J-E-N at hotmail.com. 
And if I don't know the answer, I definitely will be happy to steer you in the direction of someone who does. Well, thank you, Jenny. And thank you for what you're doing for the foundation. Thank you, Lion Paul. It's been a pleasure. And uh, thanks for all that you do for Lions Club International and for our foundation. Keep on serving. Thank you.